Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Matthew Fisher is with us now at M. Fisher Overseas on Twitter, one of the world's most, really mean this, most experienced foreign correspondents, more than 35 years. Matthew did that, and now he writes commentaries, among other things, for globalnews.ca. Good to have you with us, my friend. And uh, the first column that I want to talk to you about uh, that you wrote this week is about Canadians wanting Trudeau to get tougher on China. Will he? And I found how you started the column to be particularly interesting, Matthew. Foreign policy doesn't matter to politicians or voters, except most likely during our next federal election. Talk to us about that, please. Well, it's it's a given. I mean, how many times have we heard it, Roy? Don't bring up uh, international affairs, politics, security issues during an election campaign. It's all about uh, the welfare of Canadians, how well they're doing financially, uh, whether they have jobs, the, the state of the economy. And that has generally been true. We saw in spades in the last federal election campaign just how little foreign affairs mattered. Uh, the Monk School, a prestigious school uh, uh, connected to the University of Toronto, was going to host a debate on foreign policy. And uh, the Liberals, uh, Justin Trudeau, decided he did not want to talk about foreign policy. And he gave it a miss. But even worse to me than that was the three opposition parties, including the Conservatives, all said that was just fine. We don't want to debate foreign policy either. So all of them avoided discussing foreign policy. And I, I shake my head over that as somebody who spent his life with it and sees the world as a more complex place. This time is different. And this time, it's because of China. Not only that the Huawei dispute and them taking, kidnapping two Canadians, uh, but also, of course, what they said and what they didn't say about the coronavirus. And, and Canadians are upset. I mean, really upset about this. Uh, they're animated about it and really wondering what the heck have we been doing with China. And the uh, government, the Trudeau government, is taking note of this because you even have uh, Dominic Barton, the Canadian ambassador to China, who's uh, been much, pretty much a fanboy of China for, for many years, admitting that he'd been drinking the Chinese Communist Party Kool-Aid for too long, and, uh, and, and Prime Minister Trudeau saying, well, in so many words, that China needs to be held accountable. We don't know by whom just yet, but he's saying that at least. Well, there's been a bit of movement. Uh, also, his former uh, foreign policy advisor, Roland Paris said China was not a friend to Canada. These three things, Barton, no kidding. Trudeau, and Roland Paris, the things they said uh, indicate a bit of a shift in government policy, but not nearly enough in terms of where the Canadian mindset is about this. Uh, the Prime Minister, Mr. Trudeau, was still equivocating in his remarks. He said, well, we've got to look particularly at China, but there could be many other explanations. And this all comes down to a World Health Organization, a WHO meeting that's coming up this week. Not only do, does China not want Taiwan involved, although they are number one in the world in, in 
crushing this virus. Uh, but also, they don't want any investigation of their behavior in December and January by any international body. They say they will conduct the investigation themselves, and that's just not good enough. Canada's not there yet, Roy, but you can see, and I think it's because of the polling, that they are moving a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the other column which you wrote, the commentary you wrote, Matthew, with Trump rebuffed, Canada should join other Western leaders standing up to China. And the first person that comes to mind is the Prime Minister of Australia, who has been so direct about China that China can't stop firing back and suggested that, what was it, Australia was like bubblegum stuck on the foot of the, or on the, on the sole of the Chinese shoe? Yeah, that's a beautiful line. I must say, communist dictatorships from time to time, going back for decades, have come up with these incredible expressions to describe uh, these kind of things. Uh, Vladimir Putin's famous one, whenever anybody complained about Russia, was the dogs bark and then the caravan moves on, as if you don't have to pay any attention to this. And China's rhetoric with uh, Australia now... uh, the very real threat about to come through of, of, of crushing uh, beef uh, sanctions. Uh, we know this in Canada because of beef and pork and canola and the way they've done this. And they, they've done it with Scandinavian countries. They've done it with tourism, with South Korea and Japan. China uses trade as a weapon, but public opinion in Europe is also shifting radically against them. Uh, France's Macron. Germany's Merkel, uh, Britain's uh, Boris Johnson, they're just not going to put up with it. And the Canadian polling and Angus Reid's poll showed that 85% of Canadians basically say that our China policy stinks and must be changed. Uh, All of this is moving against China. Well, at the same time, they've got big problems in their own backyard with Malaysia and Vietnam because they've been much more aggressive militarily against them in the South China Sea and also against Japan in the East China Sea. They're seeing coronavirus as an opportunity to assert their will. And I don't think the world's going to have it. Now, we have uh, our own legitimate problems with China. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the boycotts, uh, plus we have the two Michaels who remain in prison for no good reason whatsoever. It was just China playing tit for tat uh, with, with the Hmong detention. So we have every reason for our prime minister and for this federal government to stand up to China. Not only that, and we only have a few seconds here, Matthew, but remember what uh, Sam Cooper pointed out and, and very directly uh, had evidence of, and that is that China intentionally hoarded 2.5 billion pieces of PPE just when the world needed it most, and they did it while they were cynically withholding information about the about the pandemic. Yes, Sam Cooper of Global did that, and it was, it was just absolutely outrageous. It goes against all civil behavior. I can't list all the things China's done wrong and the nations they've offended. It is such a long list. Canada's on it. We're moving a little bit, but boy, we've got to get much tougher we still, in foreign policy, not only with China, but especially with China, we're spineless. And we've got to stand up. If we believe in human rights, if we believe in yeah. the rule of law, we've got to say something. We do. Always good talking to you, my friend. Thank you, Matthew. Have a great week. Thank you, Roy. You too. Thank you. Matthew Fisher at M. Fisher Overseas on Twitter at M. Fisher Overseas. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever 
you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.